Silver has been effectively used for centuries because of its natural antibacterial properties. Today, it's used in thousands of consumer products, including medical products, fabrics, and supplements. Because silver has the highest electrical conductivity, thermal conductivity, and reflectivity of any metal, it is very effective as a colloid, silver suspended in water. Common colloidal or ionic silvers contain positively charged silver ions that have the ability to steal an electron from the bacteria's cell membrane. If enough electrons are stripped, the cell membrane ruptures and the bacteria can no longer function. Although ionic silver is useful, this one-to-one -one electron exchange requires multiple applications or a high concentration of silver to achieve the effectiveness needed. Conversely, SilverSoul's unique nano-silver particle has a patented silver oxide coating, AG404, that can steal thousands of electrons per particle, resulting in a continuous or catalytic action. In addition, we supercharge the nanoparticle with the same frequency as ultraviolet light, 890 to 910 terahertz. Although this UV light frequency is harmless to human tissue, it is highly destructive to bacteria, fungus, and yeast, and doesn't require direct physical contact in order to be effective. This powerful combination of silver oxide coating and resonant UV frequency multiplies the effectivity exponentially. In fact, silver sole at a concentration of 10 ppm is up to three times more effective than traditional colloidal, silver hydrosols, or ionic silver products containing up to 3,000 ppm. Best of all, Silver Soul is backed by 420 independent third-party studies, including 32 safety studies and 5 human ingestion studies. Unlike other silver products, Silver Soul won't harm probiotics, isn't metabolized in the body, and is safely excreted with no residual buildup. This means Silver Soul products can be safely used every day without the drawbacks of traditional silver colloids, hydrosols, and ionic silver products. Make Silver Soul your natural, safe, and effective solution. Which container is better for silver products, glass or plastic? For over a century, it was theorized that glass is the optimal container to store silver products. Simple science has an answer to this question, and it's likely not what you'd expect. To best illustrate the answer, let's do a quick refresh on the science of magnetism. If you've played with magnets, you know that opposite charges attract and pull together, while similar charges repel each other and push away. The same principle applies when you're dealing with other materials. Like magnets, they can build up electrostatic charges that are either positive or negative. Silver products contain silver ions or metallic silver particles that are positively charged. Now let's look at the charges of the two types of containers. Food grade peat plastic containers possess an overall positive charge, similar to the silver. So, like with magnets, putting silver in a plastic container results in a positive charge repelling a positive charge. Glass, however, has a slightly negative charge, which is opposite from the positively charged silver. So, as with magnets, the glass container and the silver will be attracted to one another. 
This slowly pulls the silver out of solution over time. The silver sticks to the glass, thus lowering the potency and effectiveness of the product. Glass may feel higher end and more expensive, but it is actually making the product inside less effective by slowly robbing it of silver. This simple science, backed by several independent studies, proves that a quality BPA-free, food-grade plastic is the best container for silver products. As an added bonus, it's safer and much less breakable too. Make sure you're getting to use all of the silver you pay for, and not just what the glass has left for you. I had a very interesting interview with Dr. Paul Cottrell last night on the Michael Deacon Show. And Michael was a gracious host. I think he's going to be um, a big time influencer on YouTube. He's an old hand at radio. Uh, he knows what he's doing. Um, but more than that, he's starting to really zero in on uh, topical subjects. So it's um, the post-truth community YouTube um, that we're all going to experience. And of course, a lot of people are going to DLive because YouTube has all sorts of problems. I predict that um, we're going to see much more strident protocols uh, as the coronavirus starts to really radiate. Um, the trolls that we experience right now uh, you wonder if they're going to have time for it or they're going to increase their activities because the world is going to get a little bit more miserable. Um, in some ways, it's also going to draw us together. That was a point that Paul was making last night, which I thought was a good one, um, which is the Biopatriot Act is attempting to um, encroach upon our biological civil liberties. So as a person who has had both his civil rights and his individual rights violated, um, I can relate. This is about intrusion and you're going to see that privacy is sacred. It's what I've been saying since 2012, even before. Um, I've been a huge advocate for privacy and Somehow I became the patron saint of uh, being doxxed. So um, I enjoyed the interview and I would encourage others to go listen to Michael Deacon. Uh, he's great. It's the same thing I was saying with a uh, crypto beast who just does uh, fascinating live streams. Seeing Steve Ottram's mind work is, uh, is a thing of wonder. The man is a genius. And with Michael, once again, um, a gracious host and someone who I think definitely has drawn a bead on what's going on in the world. Uh, it's going to be a collapsing world. That's what we're going to experience. And right now, uh, I've even heard from friends who are seeing runs on items uh, with Amazon. And there's going to be, you know, supply chain blockage there. Um, 
been talking a lot with my friend Jib Camera, uh, who has some excellent insights into what's coming next, and uh, Jay and on too as well. So that was that. It was interesting for me to see um, Shark Billy Kelly and Jesse Davis being so obsessed that they had to come to a show that had nothing to do with them. Uh, but these type of people, these predators, they're going to go away because <laughs> I don't think they've got the skill sets to survive what's coming down the pike. I really don't. Um, I think that we have such fundamental change and we have become so dependent on the instant um, universe, you know, snap your fingers, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, push a button, things arrive at your door. It's not going to be like that anymore. It's going to get tougher and grittier and harsher. And I do think things are going to work out. I think we're going to get back to where we should have been. This globalization, you know, it looks pretty until there's a pandemic. And then you realize that, you know, along with uh, your imported coffees and um, your, your toys from the third world, you are importing diseases. Thanks for listening, guys. Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell, and I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into the HIV homology uh, that is present in that new strain of of virus. Okay, this is dealing with the spike protein area, the S protein. The new uh, strain is RATG13. It's a bat coronavirus. This was sequenced uh, February 24th, okay? And I wanted to compare to see if I see the same homology that I was seeing with that Wuhan strand a long time ago that's referenced with that paper that we still have on our website. Um, and some really interesting things came about when I looked at this. Now remember when I did the video today that I, something didn't make sense to me with the, the L and the S and which one came first based on that paper that I was referencing and it's on the website okay that you can you can pull down but on my website um, but the something didn't make sense it wasn't clear to me I wanted more data all right now we know that there's HIV homology in the Wuhan strand and it was sequenced earlier okay and I'm gonna like just ignore that paper that was presented today okay even though it's somewhat important there we need more data to understand the lineage okay because it is from China and they have an agenda but when I run this homology it's interesting that leads me to believe that the Wuhan strand that we originally were talking about was first and this is is from the Wuhan strand okay I'll tell you the reason why. There's stochastic things going on in the whole genome of the uh, RATG13. 
One hypothesis is that maybe the RATG13 came first and then the Wuhan uh, strand. Um, but the, the reality is I don't think so. I think it was the Wuhan first and then RATG13. The HIV homology in the Wuhan matches the paper that was released by the Indians, you know, a few weeks ago and then was pulled down, okay? But when you do it on this, and I, you know, I'm looking at here the, the actual um, screenshots of what I did in the database, the NIH database. This here is the glycoprotein, uh, the GL120 homology from HIV that's in the coronavirus, the, this, this RA version, this RATG, you know, 13. Um, now, this region is in the S spike protein still, and when referencing the Indian paper, we got to remember that the, the GP120 protein is, is, a, is a subset of a larger protein that's cut. And this protein is actually a, um, a spike for HIV, for the, the whole G, GP120 protein. And it is uh, involved in docking to CD4 cells and and, um, and uh, affecting the T the, the affecting the uh, helper T cells. So when I run it, run the it, to find this, that sequence, I'm looking for a TNG TKR amino acid sequence in the zone in the range of around 71. All right, it's not going to be perfect because there's gonna be some shifting within the genome because of this stochastic changing that's taking place. So at, um, at segment 73, all right, species 73, uh, or um, you know, location 73 for the amino acid, not at the amino acid, the, um, the uh, protein, amino acid 73 for the spike glycoprotein for this particular virus, this RATG13, we do get the homology, okay? But what we get is the first part of the homology. Again, I was searching for TNGTKR, but what we get is TNGIKR. So one of the amino acids, one of, one of the amino acids switched. Okay, and what that did was is that the fourth amino acid in the sequence switched from T to I. Okay, I'd have to look at the chart charts to tell you what amino acid that is, but it doesn't matter. So it switched from T to I. Okay, in the first part of the spike protein. 
So yes, there is HIV homology, and it's only missing by one, one amino acid switched. Okay, now when you look, that's still the GP120 homology. Now when we look at the around the 145 range homology, we get um, we get we're looking for HKNNKS, and when we go to uh, we get uh, let's see 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46. At location 40, 146 instead of location 145, we find some homology, and we get uh, HKNNK. S. So we get a complete sequence for the second um, insert. Okay, so we do have HIV glycoprotein homology near the 146 region. Now, if we take a look at the two, roughly the 245 range, look here the. Um, we're looking for a, a RSYL tag. We do find an RSYL tag. And that is approximately it's 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 146. While it should have been at the two, you know, at, I'm sorry, at 246 instead of the 245 range. So again, there was like this one amino acid shift. So to have a one amino acid shift, and there, there must have been three nucleotides that have been put, put into the genome. But that could have been stochastic. That could have been just natural zoonotic. But this here does have the HIV homology. So we have the first four amino acids. Um, and then uh, compared to the other, to the, to the other virus, we do have the T, we do have the P, we have the G, we have the D, the three S's, and the G. So the homology here is the same as what we have on the Wuhan, okay? But in HIV, we have three additional amino acids that are not in this, nor are they in the Wuhan, okay? And that was stated in that Indian paper. So we have very close homology on the second, uh, on the first insertion, glycoprotein, 120 insertion. We have, um, we have uh, a, a match on the second, and we have a match on the third. Okay. Now when we take a look at the fourth, this is what I mean by it's breaking down. When we look at the six, around the 676 range, so on, in this area it's uh, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, so 77. 277, 
So again, it's that one shift also here. Um, we're getting a, a QTNS. We get that homology of QTNS. So the very first part matches with the HIV homology that is GAG. Now GAG is to help, for HIV at least, help assemble the capsid. In this case, in, in, in the Wuhan and in the RATG13 strain, um, we have it as part of the S protein um, um, spike, okay? We're looking for a PRRA, okay? We don't get PRRA, that's next. We get RSVA, so it broke down. The stochastics broke down. Something happened in the, in, in the genome as it's replicating where it no longer codes for PRRK. I'm sorry, PRRA. It's coding for RSVA, okay? So we have the A, but we don't have the other three. We don't have the PRR. We have the RSV, okay? So it, it's breaking down. So that's why I'm saying that I think that this came after Wuhan strand than, than RTG13 coming before the Wuhan um, genome. But we do have pretty good homology, all right? Um, but that's my, from, the, from this perspective, that's what it looks like to me. So in summary, we have almost identical, one amino acid difference in the first insertion point. Uh, we have identical in the second. We have um, identical for the third and we have a breakdown on the fourth, which is the gag. And that breakdown could have been stochastically you know, through normal mutation in the, in the population. That's very possible. Um, I have a hard time believing, though, that it would just zoonotically appear HIV homology in the spike protein. It could for Wuhan. But I lean more towards the, the, the perspective that it was put in there on purpose. Um, when you couple it with these large insertions that we were talking about with bat-like SARS and the SARS um, coronavirus um, being the uh, big components of it being built into this Wuhan strand. It looks bioengineered. But I'm willing to concede that HIV homology could have been zoonotic, could have been, but the bat SARS corona and the um, SARS, bat SARS-like corona and the SARS, uh, that's putting it in like that, in the, those unique spots with that many Nucleotides, I don't believe for a second that that was zoonotic at all. So I, you know, I'm still with the hype, with the theory that this was bioengineered. And the second 
uh, strain, this RATG13 strain, has the HIV homology. So, you know, you you got to kind of you know see that there that there is kind of um, um, it, it's hard to track the lineage of something, but you know this is one way to do it, and I think we're pretty close. That's why I did something didn't seem right with the paper, and you know I you know I'm not sure if L came before S or S came before L and and, and you know whatever you know. You know, I don't think there's enough data to even say. We do know this, that we have more sequencing of the Wuhan than the RATG13, right? So, well, why don't we, you know, assume that RATG13 came after, came from the Wuhan uh, until further evidence shows that. So that's my working hypothesis at this moment but it definitely has HIV homology, but it's starting to break down for the gag insertion, uh, that fourth insertion that's around the, the 677 amino acid um, within the spike protein. It'd be interesting to understand the charges in that area. You know, if I had some time, I could d determine if the, the charge for the RSV is different than the PRR charge for this gag, and if it if and if that I to that that I to um, to T change is a charge change, but I think it's I think the difference between Wuhan and this RATG thirteen in this area um, is mutating naturally. I don't believe that this was, this part was bioengineered. I think that once the virus is in nature now, uh, let out into the public, that it will, it will have all these changes, that's, these mutations that take place, and we're starting to see the mutations right here affecting the, the spike protein. Now, it's important to remember how natural selection works. You can have these things happen and um, uh, just naturally uh, survival of the fittest and they find a niche and they, they are able to propagate. So these changes within the spike protein may be more virulent than the Wuhan. I don't know. It, it may be, it may not be. Um, usually stochastic changes, mutations will attenuate and it becomes less virulent. It doesn't. It it's loses its its functionality, but it's possible that it gains um, functionality and, and or affinity toward towards the ACE2 receptor and maybe the CD4 cells. We don't know. Something weird is happening with with uh, the white blood cells for some patients. So we don't know, and we do know that that GAG120 does affect white blood cells. So, you know, we, we need to keep that in mind, all right? Because there's a lot that we don't know. Um, but there is HIV homology in the ATG13 strain. So I put a lot of effort in doing this stuff and it takes me away from doing my master's thesis, working on my master's thesis and all my research that I gotta do, all right? So 
it's important to realize that if you want this coverage, that you have to, one, you have to help your neighbor and, and help people make sure they survive through this, this crisis. But I, I am probably, and I'm gonna say this very boastfully, I am probably the only YouTuber that produces as much content about coronavirus out there. If you can prove me wrong, please do. But in terms of big chunks of, because I, I, I give you little vignettes, because pe people you know, can only absorb, you know, because of their uh, um, rush schedule, maybe only two or three minutes or a couple seconds, I give you stuff like that. I also give you hours of content, you know, interviews that are an hour long or more, my own rhetoric for an hour or more, and it's every day. I have never taken a day off on this since. Peak Prosperity has taken a day off. Box Mining has taken a day off. I don't know about Campbell. I, I think he's been going every day too but um, his content's good. But in terms of number of hours per day that's, that's published, um, I, I don't think anyone beats it. So because of that, I think it's important for you to help support. And you can help support in many different ways. You can help support by providing information, and many do, that, that help with the research, and I greatly appreciate it. You can also help support by uh, joining Patreon um, with, you know, or you can donate on my webpage at the very bottom of my, uh, my homepage, you can uh, donate for the, the coverage of the coronavirus, or you can purchase products. I started a, a, um, a, uh, store, um, on my website. I'm not an affiliate buyer. I bought in bulk from the actual company that makes nano silver and it's all being processed in Michigan. So all the shipments are that everything that's made at the at the laboratory is shipped to Michigan for processing and then it gets shipped everywhere to, to the United States. So uh, you know I, I, the operation that I built up um, costs money to be able to provide products that will save your life. So if, if you could either donate to help the news coverage and to help with the, the processing uh, costs um, and to, to build and to, you know to buy more in, inventory, um, join Patreon, that'll help also or, or buy the products. you know and buying the products, it's, it, it's a, it's a win-win. It's helping your family. And it's you know helping helping with the ability to help others. I can roll that 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 money that is made from the nano the the nano silver products that are sold to be able to buy more product to sell more to people. That's how it works. So you know I'm doing my part to try and help people. Now if you're a first responder, I highly recommend that you go to my website and and buy that nano gel and use the nano gel and put it on your hands while you're at you know when you're at work all right and they'll stay on your hands for about 5 6 hours right and you can put it on your on your on your face put it so you put the gel on you wipe it on your mouth around here on your nose wipe it around your nose here so anything that gets close to your mouth or nose is going to be attacked and when it's on your hands 
you know, whatever you're touching, it, it, it's neutralizing that virus. So I highly recommend doing that. And that will, that, it's not a cure-all, but it's, it's a lot better than Pure, it, it, a lot better than uh, Purell. Um, and, you know, it, it, you know it's, it's known to kill pathogens. So if you're a first responder, you know, nurse or doctor, go get that, go get that uh, gel and that, 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 that could help prevent the um, spreading the, the contagion. Um, but for, you know, others that are not first responders, you know, to, to prevent contagion in your home or, you know, to help you uh, fight, to prevent or fight the, the, the virus, you know, you, you can buy those products too. It has, I, I, I made sure that, that I, I, fo I had a very focused, very focused product line. It, it, you know, dealing with the mouth, which is the toothpaste, being able to ingest it, which is the water, or if you want to, uh, a neb uh, you know, put it in, uh, in a nebulizer, um, and uh, mister, uh, you can use that, that water product um, and you know, put it in that nebulizer or drink it. And, or, or there is the wound, the wound gel, just in case someone in your, in your household gets cut. You can, that's a great, you know, it's way better than, um, you, know, uh, you know, a CV, you know, CVS, you know, off the shelf product for, for wounds. And the the gel can be used for yourself too, and you can you can take that gel and put it in your mouth too. You can you can use it as toothpaste if you want. The toothpaste that I, I have on the store has mint, so, so you know I have it in I have it in the store so it tastes better. But um, you could take that gel that you'd be putting on your hands and mouth, and you could put it and use it for toothpaste to you know brushing your teeth if you want, or you you can put it in your mouth. Um, and swallow it, um, and that will that would be um, you know it, it has an oral capability. So I made it as multifunctional to for regular households and for first responders. All right, so I'm doing my part to try and help people, right, to the best of my, my ability, and I'm not I'm not marking it up to the moon. All right. Everything is suggested retail price. I could easily mark it up to the moon because of their, their shortages. So, so, you know, help me with this coverage to be able to help others so I can buy more product to be able to sell to more people and that it will help them. All right. That's, that's, you know, and then I'm putting a lot of effort in. I'm not just selling product. I didn't do this to sell product. I don't even want to sell product. And I don't even actually really want to do this either. You know, all I want to do is work on my master's thesis. But in this case, you know, people are in need and I'm, I'm trying to help them. So I just proved to you that there's HIV homology in the new strain. Who on the, on the internet has done that for you? Who? Not box mining, not, 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 not uh, Peak Prosperity, not Campbell, not, you know, not AMTV, not Alex Jones. Nobody. It's right here in Manhattan. So help support. You know, I just, you know, it's, I'm taking all, I'm putting all my effort in this. So please donate, Patreon, go on the Patreon account or go to the store and, and, and purchase the nano product so I can roll that, that profit and buy larger inventories to, to help people. 
in the end, I'm probably not going to. In the end, I, I probably won't won't make that much from the nano products because I'm buying so much of the damn thing that that I'm going to probably have just too much inventory. But we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, you know, I'm not an affiliate. You know, affiliate. You know, person that's not really touching the product. I haven't moved. I have bought from the laboratory that makes it. And it's getting shipped to Michigan for processing, you know. So it's a real, it's a real, it's a real organizational, you know, uh, process to help people the best that I can. Um. So that that's my update for that. So please help. We need it, and we've proven that there's HIV homology in this new uh, strain. Thanks. Bye. Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell, and I, I, this is a, another video that's kind of tied in with uh, a previous video I just did. The U.S. Army has stated that they believe that the cohorts the, for the uh, clinical trials number one for the, for the vaccine, when it, when, right now it's in animal phases, but when they do human clinical trials one, um, Obviously, the vaccine for the whole public won't be around for maybe a year or so. But by the time the, this, the second season comes around, we'll already have a group of people, as long as they survive, a group of people that have had the vaccine to see if it, is, if it has efficacy for a second wave. So that's important to, to, to remember here, that in the next two months we're going to have a vaccine for clinical trials one hopefully hopefully all right and we'll see if that works um for the current wave but when the next wave hits for the next uh, uh season um they will probably be that samples that sample to see if if there's e efficacy with the vaccine for second wave, it's a really good data point to understand that. We won't know that until next year, but but that's important to, to realize that these as we're moving out between clinical trials one, clinical trials two, clinical trials three, they'll be the data set for the second wave, the tertiary wave, and maybe the the you know the fourth wave. So thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell, and I'm going to be talking about uh, a conference that was streamed uh, a little over an hour ago. It was by the U.S. Army, okay? And it's talking about COVID-19 vaccinations and uh, research. There's a couple things that I wanted to mention here. So Walter Reed Army Institute of Research, or, or W-R-A-I-R, has been working with the Army for, I think it's over 100, 120 years, something like that. So they've been doing a lot of research with, with the Army. Um, their forte, um, or some of their, part of their forte is, is pathogen research. So they, you know, are involved in vaccine development too, all right? It's not just 
not, not just the NIH or the CDC. All right, so there were four, uh, three military individuals and one, I don't know, maybe more admin type that were speaking. And there's a couple things that I need from whoever's listening that can help with the research. The Army has a patent, and we kind of need to get this out. It's an adjuvant which stimulates the immune system when it's put into a vaccine, okay? So you have the active ingredient and the adjuvant that kind of helps stimulate the, the immune system. And there is some evidence that some of these adjuvants cause neurological damage in some people, especially children, uh, but we don't know why, okay? I wanna know what is this adjuvant and what the patent, they have a patent. So if someone can search for the patent for uh, the army that has an adjuvant for vaccines. There's a patent out there, but I, I don't know I don't know how to find it. So that that's one thing I need from from the community that's watching. The patent that the army has for the adjuvants for for vaccines. They're going to be uh, putting that adjuvant. It looks like with the messenger RNA. Okay. And the way they describe the what a lot of things can be done with that messenger RNA platform, but it seems to me what they're doing is, is they're taking the messenger RNA that will code for the spike protein. So that has the HIV homology and that has the, the coronavirus uh, SARS component to it. All right. They're, they're going to take whatever is in the Wuhan strand and maybe even RAG T13 uh, have a messenger RNA that will code for that that spike so when a cell gets it it will go to the surface of that cell that that spike will be transported when it when when the let me backtrack all right when the messenger RNA comes in that platform comes into the cell what will probably happen is is that it 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 will um, have the ribosomes that are in the cytoplasm code for proteins. That protein will be the S spike, or the, the spike protein, the S protein, okay? So that will transport to the cell membrane. So you got this spike. That spike is, has the same amino acids as the COVID-19 spike, okay? But it's on our cell. And the adjuvant is to activate the immune system to find antibodies to attack that presented um, um, receptor that's on the cell, which is the S spike that's on our cell now because of this messenger RNA. And then the theory would be that they, it would uh, develop an antibody and then, then voila, when you have the virus, those antibodies are floating around will attack the, the S spike that's on the virus. That's what's going on here. But to make it work with efficacy, you need the adjuvant. And I want to know what is in that. What is that? Because we need to inform the public what the government is doing. See, I don't believe that the messenger RNA platform is safe and I want to prove it. So I need your help. Find the patent that the army has that's going to use that adjuvant with the messenger RNA. That's important. 
I looked into the database in the NIH. I have not found a sequence for Iran. So I don't know if the Iranian uh, strain uh, that's doing all the, all the killing is the R, the, um, uh, the, uh, the RAGT13, or is it the Wuhan, or is it something else? Who knows? I didn't see anything in the NIH database that specifically tagged for Iran. It might be there, I just didn't see it. There may be a public, published paper that references uh, for Iran a sequence that I can look up in the NIH. So if someone sees a research paper or something on the internet that says, yes, the Iranian um, um, COVID-19 has been sequenced, please inform me so I can, so I can go into that. Um, and then... If someone could dive into Walter Reed and see what have they been doing lately? Are they talking about the COVID-19 or you know other vaccinations? Let's dig a little 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 research on, on Walter the Walter Reed Army Institute, okay? Because again, I don't trust the messenger RNA platform. I understand the theory, I get that. But uh, I don't I don't trust the long-term aspects to it, and I don't trust the <laughs> here's another reason why I don't trust it they're using the adjuvant so could you please help me out I, I, I really do need it need it thank you bye hello this is dr. Paul Cottrell and we had a quote error that's going on on the Johns Hopkins website showing 2.6 million people confirmed now, remember what happened with Tencent a few weeks back where the, they published a number and then retract it real quick and it was a lot higher? So um, I think this is maybe a signal to the public how bad it is or uh, the individuals are getting real data and they're told to suppress it. But I don't believe that it was done by I don't believe that that was just a typo, all right? We are coming from the standpoint that, you know, the numbers are either 10, 20, or maybe as much as 100 times larger than what, you know, what is being published, especially with what was going on in China. And there's lots of different data points that kind of prove that, all right? We know that the numbers in the U.S. are deflated because they're not testing for COVID-19 enough for a multitude of reasons. You know, we have thousands of cases in the United States right now, but the reason why the CDC is saying that we only have 177 or whatever it is, is because we don't have test kits available or they're refusing to be testing individuals at the CDC. All right, but with China, um, that's a total different story because they've been running crematoriums at an elevated pace. So there has to be more deaths than 3,000. So I think that that number that just leaked out is an indication what the fudge factor is, which is very disturbing. So we have to we have to keep the our eye on the ball because. 
I don't believe Johns Hopkins and I don't believe the data that, that the governments are releasing for multiple to multitude of reasons. Thank you for listening and have a nice day. Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell. I'm going to be doing a market recap after the closing. So the S&P 500 closed at 302.46. We have a we have uh, approximately it's right about right on it's right on the 200-day moving average, and you're starting to see that 50-day curl that I was telling you about. We still are probably two weeks out before we see the, the cross of death. Um, the MACD still is showing that it's going to drift down, which is obvious. And the RSI shows a bit of a sell-off relative to the high. Um, so there's probably going to be a little bit of that up and down, up and down, up and down that 200-day moving average. But that big sell-off that took place last week is the main driving force to move because everything's done based on moving averages moving that 50-day moving average to that that 200-day 200-day uh, cross of death so we were down today uh, approximately 3.3.3 percent now for oil oil futures this is a WTI um, what uh, Texas light sweet crude um, we're at 46 so we're lower than yesterday by approximately 1.6 percent so we're at 406.03 low point is 43.32 so we still are drifting down probably gonna be testing 40 soon here again the MACD is, you know, showing uh, lower drift since the the MACD was showing lower drift since uh, since January seventeenth or so. Okay, now now pivoting over to the the currency market and my risk indicator, the yen, the USD to yen. So the yen is strengthening, which is a bearish sign. Um, it's 106. Again, the high point, you know, was 112 or just yeah, around 112, maybe a little bit higher than 112. I think we're going to be testing 104 and go lower than 104. So it is, it there is, there is signs of stress in the currency market right now. Now, I want to start showing you the VIX, okay? Now, VIX is a is the CBOE market volatility index. And my dissertation was really focused on volatility, okay? And the volatility of volatility, if you really want to get crazy. So, um, I'm going to try to speak as as layman as I can all right because I know quite a bit about this but this the the VIX will spike up 
and then spike again, then spike again, almost like uh, a heart a heart pump, the way the heart is pumping. Okay, okay, that is what we call heterocydastic, where usually you have a big spike in the VIX or big volatility, and then about two months later, you know, it, you'll have another one. And that's the normal operation of things. That's why you see the market go boop, boop, boop. So when the market starts to go down a little bit, the VIX is going up because people are selling, but then people decide they have cash to buy again. Boop, that's the normal cycle of things. But when you are in a liquid situation, the VIX will start to elevate. And what will happen is the market will start to drop down and do the staircasing that we were talking about. So um, you can take the area of a curve called the, the integral. When you're in normal trading situations where it's not that you know, crazy, you know, you know, you're what they call melting up, you know, or just, you know, it just you know, moving up. Um, the area underneath that spike is very small. It's it's very it's 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 not that much, but when you're in a liquid markets, because it's elevated for long periods of time, the area under that curve is larger. So your integral is larger. What that means is is that stress is building in the market. And that is causing a liquid situations to take place in the commercial paper market, in the loaning market, in the interbank lending market. Okay. And that is indicative of uh, default stress, either at the bank level, at the com consumer credit level, maybe at the uh, corporate level. So th the stress is starting to build up. Okay, and if you look at curves, the VIX, early on in Lehman, during the subprime days, before the big crisis, you could see this elevation start to tick up before the big 80, 80 VIX. And I said that we have to worry about when we start approaching 50. That's when there's a lot of stress, and if it's elevated for, for, a, uh, for a decent amount of time, where it becomes more chronic, not acute, like normally elevations in the VIX, you know, might be 30, 25, 30, maybe 40, but it's, it's a very short lived. So it's a very small uh, integral. The, when it's elevated there, it's a building up of risk. All right. And people have cognitive dissonance. They forget that big sell off that we had last week when the market rallies. But this market sell-off and market rally, market sell-off, market rally, that's, that is chaos. When some, a system goes into chaotic, chaos, it's going up and down, up and down, up and down until it, it goes into a, a, new, new equal, a new equilibrium, okay? We haven't reached that new equilibrium right now. So don't get faked out when you hear, oh, the market went up. It's a head fake. It's going down. All right, and that's because of this chaotic attraction of, tr of selling more than buying and selling more and buying. The reality of the situation is the economy, the real economy is suffering. 
and it will show in the data. It'll show up in the labor statistics data, it'll show up in the GDP, it will show up in the stock market. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. So this pattern, this all this these these elevated spikes and coming down and coming back up again. I mean, it spiked at 49.48, and that was one, two, three, four, five days ago. Now today, it's um, you know it's at around 39. It's still elevated, but it's going to start trying to test that 50 again, and it's going to build build up that stress in the in the banking sector, and then it's going to pop beyond 50. And it's, I suspect that it'll pop be, pop beyond 50 when we get the cross of death on the S&P 500 where the 50-day moving average hits the 200. But there, there's elevated stress going on. Now, you, you'll have cocksuckers out there that know what I'm talking about and they'll play the market to try to make money. But that is wrong. That is wrong. You know, just because you, you can take, take my advice and use it to make money, that's bad karma. I'm saying this to help people, not to trade, but to help, save, help them save their their uh, retirement assets, you know. But you'll have cocksuckers out there that do day trading or, or swing trading. They're active traders, and they can short the market and play with options and, and 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 use this knowledge to make money. But mark my words, these these people that are listening to me right now that are, are trying to take my advice to make money, you're going to have bad karma come come after you. Mark my words on that. You think that you can you, you can just take advantage of people because of a crisis? That's wrong. That's un-American. But for individual, I'm speaking to individuals to help save their 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 nest egg, their their savings. You have to get out of the market. Do not be in the market. You're gonna get you're gonna get killed in it. You, the market is probably if we have this big tear through. With the with the with the uh, pathogen, what will happen is the economy will start to freeze up, and when it's when it starts to freeze up, then you have um, uh, you know lower GDP, uh, less uh, less uh, economic activity, and it will force the market to sell off from the high. I'm predicting forty percent. All right. So it, it, the high was for the S&P 500 was uh, the, the spy was uh, like 320 something. All right. I'm saying that's going to be at around, you know, one, you know, <laughs> you know, 1,700, 1,800, somewhere, you know, what, you know, the SPY will at the high was like 322 or something like that. It's going to be around, you know, one. 180 okay roughly roughly when everything's said and done all right so save take my advice and try, don't try to play a hero thinking that you're gonna buy in the dip because that, that that's stupid just it's better to be safe than sorry on this than to try to chase something if I'm wrong all right you can always go back into the market all right but you, it'll take you forever to make up the difference if it drops to 40%, like I think it's going to happen. Now, these assholes that try to short the market, you're, you're exacerbating the problem. And it wouldn't surprise me that the FTC, 
uh, does a moratorium on, on short selling. So you assholes that are trying to make money on, the, on, on, on this catastrophe, you know, the government probably will come after you. But we'll see. We'll see. But karma is going to get you. So thank you for listening and have a nice day. It's been, it's been nuts. Hey, we've, we've been right, man. We've been right. I know, but I don't want to be right. That's the problem. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. Oh, boy. Uh, tell me when you want to start recording or if you want to talk before. Then. No, no, we can do now. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so clearly everyone's kind of like woke to the fact that uh, they've been lied to and everyone's pretty pissed off now. And I don't blame you guys. You know, uh, I'm pissed off. Dr. Paul's pissed <laughs> Oh, everybody's pissed off you know you, you, we don't like being lied to you know like who likes being lied to so clearly guys we have to deal with this shit ourselves um i got a bunch of intel that the military is all prepped up they're just waiting for the call now of when to roll in and this is for canada and the u.s and fema's involved too um they i spoke to some of the people that are going to be involved in this in the program and they're mostly 20 to 30 year olds and what they're telling them is to be nice to everybody, be nice to the population, give them information, but roam the streets and round up anybody who's sick. So just like we said, the same thing as Wuhan is going to happen here. They tried everything to convince you guys, no, you know, it's nothing like that. And, you know, army people are going to be on the streets, but, you know, nothing like that. It's exactly like that. Everything is going to be the same as Wuhan. I just want to give a quick shout out to the nurse that called you, I think it was yesterday mm -hmm. or the day before. Um, quick shout out to her. Um, I just want to say that I believe in you. I believe in you and your uh, significant other. You guys are going to make it through this. I strongly, strongly believe in you guys. I have no doubts. Um, you guys have a ton of support. Don't worry. Just like the, the woman said in the call, um, there's warriors that will stand up. They're, they're sheepdogs. And we're here in the hell. We're all going to stand up together. Don't worry. We're not going to let anything happen. They can't take down all of us. There's way too many of us. Um, all we got to do, guys, is just keep spreading the knowledge. It's go it's growing fast. Um, judging by what I said last time about the seven days you guys have left to prepare, spoke for itself. As you guys can see, Costco and Walmart and everything's being raided. So you guys, I honestly still recommend going out and shopping. There's still a ton of supplies. Go out for the toilet get the vitamin C, get the vitamin D's, get um, the sprays, get the wipes, just get everything you guys need. Because honestly, in a week from now, there is no inventory left. That means they're going to be back backdropped about two months, I would say, a month to two months. So what the U.S. was initially planning on doing, I could say it now, now that it's done, they wanted you guys not to prepare so the army can prepare. They wanted the army to get all the materials they needed first, and same with the nurses, but more for the army. They don't care about the nurses. So they're planning for a mass death, what we said in the beginning, depopulation. Um, they know this is going to happen, so what they did is they prepared for what they could prepare for, which is economy stability and politics stability, which means uh, no damage to stores, no houses being set on fire, none of that shit that you guys are seeing in... Um, in Wuhan, but people are still going to do it anyway because there's a lot of crazy people that don't give a fuck. Um, that's still going to happen, I have no doubts, because there's a lot of people with guns in the U.S. that don't know how to use them, and they don't have a brain, and they're just going to go on fucking shooting sprees. Um, that's without a doubt. So, guys, honestly, uh, it's kind of stupid to say that this isn't real now, and it's kind of stupid to say that you guys don't think you should prepare now. Everybody's preparing. Even the old lady down the street who can barely walk, she 
is preparing. Everyone's preparing. So um, I would say your days are, are counting down and they're limited. And the more you keep doubting the reality of the situation, you're going to be caught up in that panic state and you're going to be reacting in a panic state. Um, you might even end up robbing people because that's what happens when, it, when the human inside gets pushed against the wall and they have no place to run. Their other option is to fight. And we, we, I think the government's just trying to reduce that as much as possible to reduce the fighting aspect of this. Because, uh, as you said, Dr. Paul, they, uh, they had an opportunity, and same with uh, the doctor from Peak Prosperity. You guys both said that the, the opportunity to help the nurses and to provide and to spread knowledge, nobody wanted to give in during that time. And the government didn't want to, and the hospitals and the health professionals, nobody wanted to say anything about the virus. So that gap got closed. And now it's just protecting um, human lives that can't get the virus and making sure that the dead, because now they know for a fact that once the hospitals get closed up, just like the woman in your phone call said, she's 100% accurate, the hospitals are going to get full. And every single hospital general is preparing for that, the ones that are the owners of the hospital. So none of the clinicians, none of the doctors, none of the MDs, none of these people know actually what the fuck is going on. Only the owners of the hospital are preparing. And they don't have enough supplies, as the woman in the phone call said. So if any of you guys know uh, anyone that's hoarding products, try to get them to you know, open their heart and give some of the products to the hospitals. At the end of the day, this is all about karma. This is all about giving back to the community because the government clearly has a bigger task at hand. And I don't want to step in and say what they're doing is incorrect because to some extent what they're doing is correct. Because if the economy does fall, people are going to die of starvation. They're going to die of terrorism. They're going to do a bunch of dumb shit. They're going to rob places. There's going to be a lot of homeless people. Just like what's happening in Wuhan, what you guys aren't seeing um, is the fact that there's a lot of people right now in Wuhan begging for food. And not just Hubei province. Uh, there's a lot of other provinces in China as well. People have run out of food. The markets don't have food. The supermarkets, none of the grocery stores have food. Every time they refill them, they're getting sold out. So some people have to go on the streets begging for food, looking into dumpsters, looking at the floor, looking for anything they can for some food. Don't be surprised if you see the same shit happening in the U.S. and Canada. You guys, I think that y'all are going to be prepared because, you know, your sweet government's got you. But what are you going to do once a ton of people who are in an extremely panicked state with a big wallet go inside Walmart and Costco and literally buy out everything? You guys need to take this into consideration. There's a ton of people... Let's say around my age, let's say 24, 25, they got a shit ton of money, right? What are they going to do with that money if they get into a panic state? They're going to fend for their own. They're not going to give a fuck about you. So let's say there's a, a limited supply of frozen food and vegetables. They'll buy it all. Who the fuck are you to them? Y'all need to take this into huge consideration. Everybody's going to start fending for themselves. Once the realization kicks in that their government lied to them, it's, it's happening. It's live. Everybody can see it. One by one, people around us are waking up and they're like, what the fuck? This is way bigger than what they're saying. What the fuck? Like, one by one, we're all hearing this. Like, people around us are just waking up. And it's because of what we talked about before. The different levels of consciousness. Now, the big masses, I don't want to say, but, like, majority of people are stupid. And everybody knows this to be a fact. So I don't have to, I don't have to you know, be nice about this. And for people that can't handle swear words, just log off of Dr. Paul's channel. Because there's a ton of swear words on here. Y'all, no, no, for real, for real. Y'all are sissies. Y'all are some little children. Y'all ain't adults. Y'all don't understand what, what a situation of this severity is while you guys are complaining about me saying fuck and shit. Y'all just log off, unsubscribe, go, go into another channel that's politically correct. That'll tell you you're okay and that there's nothing going on. 
and that, you know, a month from now, they'll be like, we're sorry, you know, we're wrong, we're dead. You know, instead of listening to us who are telling you the truth. So big shout out to everybody that's shitting on us for swearing. Fuck you and fuck your belief systems because I don't, I don't believe in any of you guys and I don't believe you have any good significant information to help people by just uh, trolling that we're swearing. So you guys could just take your useless action somewhere else while we're over here trying to actually help protect people and their families. You know, one thing that a lot of these people don't realize is these people that are also spamming, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but these people that are trolling are usually young people between the ages of like 13 to let's say 30, and they have no life. They're in their, you know, their parents' basement. They're fucking doing nothing with their lives except trolling other people. Where we're over here trying to help people with grandparents that are old and, you know, they have underlying conditions or people that are my age that have autoimmune diseases. Sorry, my alarm is, uh... I have like a ton of alarms. Um, yeah, pretty much uh, people don't take into consideration that there are there's a huge factor of risk. And also another thing that I found out is the numbers got lied to us. Dr. Paul, you were right about the minimum being 5%. You're spot on the money and soon you're going to see it in the media. Everybody's going to be saying 5%. So big shout out to you for always being right. I fucking love you, bro. <laughs> you're right about the 5%. And also the, uh, the 20%. So I want to go back. To this the 20 percent is incorrect i made a big mistake guys it's 40 percent. judging by what they're saying now is um so this is going to be hard to grasp guys so do your best to try and like make peace with this information but you guys are being lied to about the mutation there is no mutation it's the same virus that's hitting asians much stronger and that now they're realizing that countries like italy germany uh united kingdom russia you can't just fake that the Asians are the ones that are in the hospital getting severe treatment while the white people are walking off easy. You can't fake that. You know, they're gonna, there's only a limited amount of time where they can keep blaming China and being like, oh, they had a connection to this Chinese guy or this guy from Wuhan or whatever, until it becomes a point where now there's people in California that have no connection to anyone in China or, or Wuhan and they're, and they're Asian and they're getting it. You know, it's like there's a limit to how much they, these guys can lie. And right now they're trying to, they're spreading this like wildfire. So that's why I, uh, I call Dr. Paul. I've been spamming Dr. Paul to call me because this is so important. What they're trying to do now is they're trying to manipulate you guys into thinking that there's a mutation happening. This is false. There is no mutation happening. It's the same virus that's just became stronger in Asians. Just like what we said in the beginning. Be the ACE2 receptor, sorry, not my words, Dr. Paul's words. I'm going to give all credit to you, man. Um, the ACE2 receptor is more um, sh shown. It's, it's, it, there's more of it in the cells of Asians. So what that means is the virus can spread faster in these people and it can hit them harder. And that's why you're seeing a ton of Asians being Well, I want to interject here. Right, so, so I want to interject. So it's important to realize that there was a bioengineered virus that was sequenced in January and and released to the public. There is actually another virus that was sequenced that has the, has similar lineage that was sequenced on February 24th. And that virus um, looks as if it evolved from the bio-engineered virus. I think that's the real virus. The one that that's the more deadly is the real one, and they use. Well, I'm not really sure. What, I'm not really sure which one is the more deadly one. That's the problem. Remember we talked about on our last phone call? I told you that they faked the genome code that they sent. 
Isn't it kind of coincidental how now this genome code that came out about like I don't know? A week no, that's and a half good point. That but call. here's the here's the problem is is that they originally they originally leaked out four or five different genomes. Okay, right. they you know released four or five genomes and they and it was published on the. But the genomes are so close that it's not that much of a difference from China. Right. But when right. we when we have a confirmed case, they're sequencing the genome in the United States. So now there's over 30 sequenced Wuhan strains yeah. um, in the NIH. Now, in yeah. on February, I don't know where this sample came from. I think it came from China. But they sequenced an, another strain that uh, seems to show breakdown in the HIV homology on the S protein. But there's a lot of stochastic changes on the nucleotides for the genome for this, we're calling it RATG13. So the RATG13 seems to have evolved from the Wuhan strain. So there is another, there is another uh, uh, branch a virus floating around now which one's more virulent than the other i don't know if there's enough data to state but they've um hidden, they've hidden the real virus what i think from my psych background yeah i think they hid the real virus in the bullshit you know how they say hi, uh, hiding a needle in a haystack is like extremely difficult to find that's what they just did with this they've put the real virus in between a bunch of other bullshit viruses and they kept giving bullshit, bullshit with the health advice, NIH, CDC. But which one? Which one do you us. think is the BS? Which one do you think is the BS sequence? I don't even think it matters mm -hmm. anymore because what they're going to do is just keep throwing distractions. What they've realized is that there's people like you that are very, very talented in finding pattern recognition, and we've found all the patterns and put the pieces together. So now what they're doing is the technique of distraction and stall. Where they're gonna just keep throwing random bullshit at us it could to be. get us drifted because away. that paper that they released was from China. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, it could do be. we do we do we just like play with each other and like pretend right. that what we're receiving from China is real? Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Right, like, right. Like, exactly. That's a good point. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like people need to wake up to this that they're being lied to. You know, it's there's a limit, and I said this before in your phone calls to how much I like. Like, it's okay for me to be lied to. Nobody likes being lied to, but there's like a limit to how much you can take before, you know, shit hits the fan. And shit's hitting the fan right now where everybody's getting pissed off. They even tried to put in the money, just like you, uh, we predicted with the staircase of the economy falling. They tried to put in the money. The staircase happened. Uh, quick shout-out, by the way. Anybody in the economy, take your money out. The shout-out didn't work. Or, sorry, not the shout-out. The, the money pumping didn't work, just like we predicted. And the staircase is going to continue falling, and you guys haven't even seen the effects of the fall. Um, from the from right. the word I'm getting from financial sectors, what you guys saw was a teeny tiny yep. bit I agree of what's with that. about to happen. I think yeah. that the market, I think the stock market is going to lose forty percent of its value. There you go. This is from what high. I, love I, I really, be, I really believe it. I really believe You're it. You're so smart, man. You're so oh. smart. Fuck. Oh, I don't. He's I right. He's I on wasn't. the money. He I said wish it. I wasn't. It didn't come out of my mouth. It came out of his mouth. <laughs> Put him as the target. So yeah, 40%. 40% is the number, guys. It's going to fall another 40 good percent. So it's like you're going to be around 1,800 on the S&P 500. Right yeah, now it's trading at 3,000. I think that, that one's going to do the best. <laughs> my dog's going crazy right now. He knows. He knows what's up. Well, my dog has been acting weird lately. 
I think yeah, it's guys. Safe. If any of your dogs have been acting weird, set, send that information to Doctor Paul. They, these guys sense it. We were talking about this before. I don't know if the dog is picking up my vibes or if it's picking up like you know some carnage coming you know down down the pipe you know in New York. I don't know, but yeah, it, it's acting. It's actually yeah, it might be, but it's acting strange. Did you see how you were right about New York? Yeah. Did you see the news about what's going on in New York? Right well, now? yeah. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at the database right now, and we have two hundred twenty one confirmed in the U S. Twelve deaths, all of them in Washington. Eight recovered, but we have four confirmed COVID nineteen in New York City. We have in Westchester County confirmed eighteen, and. It looks like in Queens, one confirmed, and that might that might be in that might be in Flushing. I'm not sure. I have to look into it. But it's in, you know, in Queens. So we're. I mean, New York's been hit already. I mean, I'm sure that New York has hundreds of cases, hundreds. Yeah, yeah you're on it. Yep, almost in the thousands. You're on it. Exactly. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm seeing a petition replacing you with Dr. Tedros on uh, CDC. Well, I Honest to God. You, you, you can predict things without even seeing them. Well, this guy has real information in front of his eyes and he's still retarded. Like, right. <laughs> like I don't understand this world at all, honestly. But, um, you know, we're still going to keep giving you guys what we're giving you guys because clearly none of these, you know, higher-ups can do their job properly. Um, well, I mean, there was, there was a video I did talking about Greenspan. And Greenspan used to be Greenspan. Alan Greenspan used to be the federal chair back in the eighties and nineties. Um, so he was a very, you know, very famous economist. But what he, what his talent was is that he, because he had a consulting business, an economic consulting business, before he started working for the Federal Reserve. So what he did was he just contacted his his rolodex of people that were running industries in the United States. And he listened to the CEOs, what were they buying, how was business, and he made his own database by just phone calls. And so he had real-time information on the ground before the labor statistics could provide it to him. That's exactly what we're doing. uh, Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and he, he did... He basically did Fed policy based on his, his phone calls with CEOs. And, oh, yeah, and, 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 didn't, yeah, and didn't focus so much on the labor statistics side. I mean, he did look at it, but I mean, you know, he used multiple data points. But the key is I don't feel that the CDC or the HHS are really listening to the at the ground level no, what's going on. They're political gangsters. That's all they yeah. are. They're just political they're always, they're always five days behind. Always five days yeah. behind. No, 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 it's on purpose. It's on purpose. It's to make sure that nobody else is making money but the ones that should be making and, money. And the thing is, is, the questions that these reporters are asking when they're doing the interviews, either, yeah. you know, either the, the, uh, the, health, the health officials or the politicians that are speaking, these questions are so softball questions. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I mean, man. none of them are detailed. Yeah. Like, there was, it's they, all for the love of the money, man. Well, they, if, they, if, if people know the real info, they can't make money because then the preparation starts and the economy will fall faster. They want the most, the mass, to, to fail because the, like the 10% has enough money to make up for, let's say, 80% of the population. They need the, to take their money out. You know, put the investments in the right place, and then they could give it to the sheep. Like, hey, all right, you guys are fucked. Go and do your thing now. You know, they're going to be prepared. They're going to have all the best weapons, all the best stocks, all the best everything. 
it to the masses. And that's a lot to take in. How life is, you know, we work in a hierarchy, and that's why everything is so slow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the information we're getting is so quick, and it's like a month from now where we're seeing like dead people on the floor. But what they're, but what what the population is receiving is a time lapse that's slowed down. But we're seeing it in real time. You know what I mean? What they're seeing is like slowed down time that eventually, which I think is going to be late next week, around Friday next week. They're gonna give the real alarm for the for the the rest of the people in the world to wake up, and then once that happens, they're gonna be all caught up to us. So they're gonna be quiet, 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 and then knock, knock. Here's all this information that just happened, and but the, it's gonna be so overwhelming, like what it was for us in the past year or two weeks, that people can't even process all that information at once. So they're just gonna accept the fact that okay, we were okay, but starting today we're fucked. You know what I mean? Well, we knew we were fucked from. I don't know, two, three months ago. No, I mean, so that's how they yeah, want this thing I mean, to play I knew, out. I knew so. that we were in deep, deep doo-doo on the 20, <laughs> 27th of January. Oh, man. If only people, I swear to God, bro, if you replaced Dr. Tedros, oh, my God, this world would be in a totally different place right now. You and, and Peak Prosperity could completely destroy all of CDC if you guys were in charge of this entire operation. I swear to God, you guys would have done this so well. Oh my god. Um, guys, t t a couple things I wanted to say. Um, this virus, uh, we've gotten a lot of intel that nine days is the maximum that it'll stay on an object. So this is one uh, suggestion I've gone from multiple sources. If you guys have a tough time buying masks, because I understand they're, they're high priced and they're going to just keep going higher because of demand and more people are going to be woke to this. and It's just going to keep rising in price. So don't expect the mask prices are mask prices are going to fall. So this is what I suggest you guys do. Buy nine different masks, okay? Line them up, put them in boxes, and one by one, every day, wear a different mask. When you do this, you start a reset button on that mask that you wore today. You take it off, tomorrow you're wearing a next mask, the nine days starts for that mask. By the time you get to it, it's going to be clean. And you keep doing that, and you just but you have to use, Yeah, But you have to use some sort of cleaning solution. Yeah, you could spray it with um, yeah, or, or you know, so or so soak it in something. Uh, yeah, cold it silver. Yeah, yeah, soak it in something. Yeah. Exactly, and then heat also kills it, guys. So you could put your uh, clothing and stuff. This is for like two weeks down the line when things starts, when the military starts getting deployed in the cities. Um, you guys are gonna be freaking out. You're gonna be like, "What about my clothes? My clothes are gonna have like uh, bacteria or whatever virus on it." Take it into a heater, or if you guys have a uh, what's it called, the thing that heats your clothes, uh, washing—the opposite of a washing machine, the heating one, dryer. Dryer. Oh my god! <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this the virus is getting to me. When was the last so, time you washed your clothes, dude? <laughs> good point, man. So you put the clothes in the dryer, and you just turn on your dryer, put it on the heat. Leave it in there for a good, like, I would say 20, 30 minutes, and the heat will kill the virus. I don't understand this, but it's working. Um, if you guys want more info on it, you know, do your own research. But from the intel I'm getting from on the ground in the places like Iran, Japan, South Korea, people are saying this is working. Um, hydrogen peroxide, 3%. Um, there's two things I want you guys to do with this. Go and buy hydrogen peroxide, 3%, the highest quality you can. And two things. Make a spray bottle. And then put the other other one in a nebulizer. So step one, get a spray bottle, put some water in there, put some hydrogen peroxide. Wait, hydrogen peroxide? Yeah, this is going to sound crazy. So what you're going to do is, this is for emergency only. If the symptoms 
for example, if somebody in your family, once the hospitals get full, you guys are going to need your own first aid kits. This is going to be like your steroid to help you get through this in the worst case scenario. Hydrogen peroxide in a spray bottle, 3% with water. And then you want to spray the back of your throat, the inside of your mouth. Not a lot, just enough for body to feel. You want to cover the back of the throat and the mouth. And this is for worst case scenario. If someone in your, in your family has a bad cough, hospitals are all full, you want to use this. This will kill the bacteria and the virus. Yes, it'll sting. Yes, it'll corrode a little bit of your skin. But it's worth killing the virus. And it, don't worry, it doesn't do any permanent damage. You'll recover. Because uh, it's only 3%. It's not like 100% hydrogen peroxide. Also, nebulizers. So put a hydrogen peroxide 3% inside a nebulizer. I know a lot of people are already doing this and it's working wonders for them. Put that with water. And then if you guys can, put like a drip of iodine or, or a little bit of iodine in there as well. Or any other thing that you guys think. Uh, will help. Um, I don't know about essential oils. I'm hearing mixed reviews about mixing essential oils with hydrogen peroxide. Well, so we we do we do know that if you use the nano silver water and you put it in the nebulizer, that helps. It gets that nano yeah, yeah, silver into your lung yeah. into your lungs. On the money, hey brother. Exactly. So this is huge, guys. Get an essential oil diffuser, a nebulizer, and hydrogen peroxide three percent, and a spray bottle. Get your little. Uh, med area ready in your house in case, uh, well not in case it's going to happen. Hospitals are going to get full you're going to have to take care of yourself. Also, get ready for broken bones. So have like wraps, have uh, have sterilizing equipment, have all this shit because if the hospitals get full, good luck if you have a broken foot, broken arm, whatever. It's not just going to be for sick people, it's every kind of treatment. Just like the, the, the woman that called you the other night. People with heart attacks, people with, uh, I don't know, leg pain, lung pain or head pain whatever it is they can't get into the hospital so people are gonna have to treat themselves at home so guys get ready for any type of scenario you're gonna have to be a clinician so you know go look up on first aid uh, websites go look up everything you guys will need to get ready for your house my estimate is we're only gonna live through this bullshit for about two months until the government really gets a hold of this because there's a limit to how people to how much you can piss someone off before they start fighting back and once it starts like growing and growing and growing and more and more people are getting angry, they're going to have to like, boom, come out with like a little magical treatment or some shit. Well, so, you know, what's interesting um, is that would be around the time that they put the the first clinical trials in. Yeah, yeah. Which the, I think. And possibly, the end of, and, and you know, just the clinical trials for the uh, messenger RNA vaccine, but also we'll have more data on the remdesivir. Yeah, yeah. Big shout out to Dr. Paul for fighting around this severe. One of the first people. I just love saying oh, big right. shout out to Dr. Paul. <laughs> I love how right you were, man. <laughs> but right now they're they're treating uh, they're treating it with uh, chloroquine. Uh, yeah. Chloroquine. Um, yeah, that's an anti that's an antiviral medication. But one of the side effects is really bad diarrhea. So they have to give you yeah. uh, loperamide to counteract that. But that's how they're treating it right now, based on doctors yeah. that are contacting me. Yeah, you're on it, man. And, and at the remdesivir, there's just not enough of it. The chlor, yeah, the chloroquine, the chloroquine, there's a yeah. lot of that. So I got I got another intel of a pill that's being. Um, I can't say anything about it right now, um, but there's a pill that a doctor and a company are. They've gotten all the paperwork done and everything, and they tested it on uh, SARS and MERS and all this other shit and it's worked and now they're deploying it to Wuhan. They have mass factories ready 
I can't say anything more about this, but they have mass factories ready, and these guys are involved in the government, and they're going to Wuhan right now to test it. I think they're in Wuhan already, and they're going to test it for about two, three weeks, I don't know, a couple months. But pretty much, if that works, they already have the supply chains ready to mass distribute everywhere. So if this works out, by the end of April, I think we should be good. So guys, at least get food and storables and first aid materials for at least the end of April. Because from what I'm getting right now, I, I want to get you guys the accurate-ass information. I don't want to get you guys some bullshit information that will make Dr. Paul look bad. Because what everything you've done has been on point, 100. So right now what I'm getting is end of April, guys. They're, they're thinking that by the end of April, a good idea of whether they can mass distribute this or not. So at least get materials for up to the end of April. Um, flu medication, stock up on that because people in your family are going to get the flu and shit like that and then mm -hmm. we'll be able to, you know, you know right, so, if you could get Tamiflu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Definitely. you guys stock up on flu medication too. You know, don't don't be an asshole and go buy out everything that the people have at the fucking stores. You know, think about others too, guys. And a lot of fake info now. This is so exciting because they called us fake. You know, these motherfuckers. <laughs> There's so much fake info right now going online. I think, you know what's funny? Last phone call, I told you how they would like, uh, they promoted fake info, yet there's no fake info online. And then you remember how I said they listened to us? Right after we said that, <laughs> real fake info started to come out about this being from like aliens and like mm. a meteor came down. There's been a bunch of bullshit, you know? Right, and, right, like, right. <laughs> like random ass mutations here and there and like people growing weird ass. Dude, there's just so much fake info now after we had that conversation that. Um, there was no fake info. They're like, oh shit, maybe there isn't really any fake info. Let's put some out there. So we started promoting all this bullshit now out of nowhere. Like, if you guys go look online, there's just so much bullshit now. Um, yeah, we're at a point of no return pretty much where people are going to have to fend for themselves. Um, health prep. We're just going to go over this again because, like, I don't know what it is about people not understanding that we've talked about this like 50,000 times when people keep, I, I keep reading the comments and they're like, why don't you talk about you know, health preps. And it's like, dude, we just talked about that in like four other videos where we're on to better things now. We're on to swearing at the government now, you know? Like, like you know? But anyways, here, I'm going to say it again, guys. Like, boost immune system, vitamin C, D3, K2, A, zinc, magnesium, minerals, vitamins, exercise, iodine. Like, if you guys are hearing this now, like, that should be an alarm in your head going off. Like, you're behind. You need to catch up and understand how bad this is going to get to fully be prepped up. Now the number one thing. Uh, oh, I wanted to. I wanted. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to add to. The, so, you know, turmeric is an anti-inflammatory. Uh, cumin also is anti-inflammatory. Um, uh, um, what is it called? Uh, cayenne pepper also helps with the immune system. Garlic, mm -hmm. onions, eating them mm -hmm. raw when you chop them. You chop them up. You chop them up like, and wait five, you know, five minutes, and you eat them raw. That helps onions. a lot. Onions and and garlic. They they're both uh, antimicrobial. Perfect. And I know a lot of people don't like these kind of stuff. They don't like taking pills. They don't like vegetables and fruits and stuff. So I've been hearing this too. Cannabis can work. You don't have to smoke it, guys. You can eat it. You can. There's so many different ways. Right. Pill forms. Right. Well, you know can. what's interesting is is that we had the terpenoid and lignoid research. That's the 22 compounds, and yeah. uh, you know we suggested because of getting it off the shelf. We can. You know we we don't have time or the the capacity to purify compounds, but there are ready available um, 
products at your health food store that you can get that are antiviral. So birch bark is one, uh, calendula is another, exactly. relora, um, licorice root, thieves oil, yep. and nice. uh, uh, forskolone. They all yeah. have compounds, especially relora, forskolone, calendula, and uh, birch bark. They all have compounds that have terpenoids and lignoids in them. Yeah, that's, that's related, which 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 is related to a paper that we referenced a while back that proves proves that terpenoids yep. and lignoids can kill coronaviruses in vitro. There you go. So, there you go. So guys, pause the video right now. Go back and write everything down that he said because I've gotten everything he said verified as well. He just said and it. And then rosemary. Down, rosemary is also yes. a really good one. Yes. Write all of these down, guys. You want to go and buy all these right now because still the stores might still have these because people still aren't aware of this information. Like we're giving you guys stuff that's still a week to two weeks ahead. Minimum. Um, find a hobby, guys, because you're going to get bored at home. Um, if you guys aren't working, so, you know, pick up a hobby, start painting, start learning Japanese, you know, just find something to do because you guys are going to bang your head against the wall if you don't. Uh, I highly recommend if you like gaming, uh, download some apps on your phone, get a PS3, whatever. You guys are going to be really bored, so you don't want that to happen because if depression settles in, that's going to uh, lower your immune system. So you want to be as happy and pumped up positive as possible during this bullshit. Uh, I understand it's hard. Also at home please 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 i said this like a thousand times but I, i'm like standing behind this find a way to do your work at home even even if like worst case scenario let's say like 40 percent of jobs are still moving and but you don't want to go to work uh, no it's going to be worse than that. i think it's going to be about like 20 percent of jobs are still going to be running uh in north america but pretty much uh when that happens you don't want to just be at home and just doing research on your work or you know bullshit you want to be making money so plan it now you still have time you could literally plan your work within 72 hours how to do it online. It's not that hard, guys. You just put in the time and be creative. Uh, come up with a you know, like setting up like setting up like yeah, setting up like a uh, like a VPN with your with your work and stuff like that. Yeah, there's yeah. so many things. Here, you know, a lot you know, but for people that are working, you know, in a factory or you know, they're a, or they are an engineer and they need special computer equipment. Uh, very high power computer equipment for CAD, CAM type stuff. They're not going to be able to do that. They're going to have right. to, you know. That's where some of, some guys, some people think, are going to get research, laid off. I think research. I think for the people that are in um, highly academic fields like engineering, biology, all this kind of stuff, and you guys need to be in the field to be working. Um, then I think research is your best bet. There's probably a ton of things you guys have wrote down in your books that you want to have time to research, but you never had time for. This is the perfect time to go and research into those things that you guys wanted to look into, but you never had the time to. Um, stay indoors, guys. Please, 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 please. Now, I'm, not, I'm making this so big now. Please just stay indoors. Cause still did, did you see my video on reading? Did you see my video on reading the email from the, the Harvard University dean? No, I was listening to the one that yeah. they interviewed you. Though. So I, so I, I read, I, I read the email, and the university, Harvard University, is starting to get ready for a possible shutdown of the university and forcing the, the teachers to teach on Zoom. Yeah. And they're telling the teachers to get used to using Zoom, and then the students will call in. 
And but but the, but not all not all classes can do that. Like if you have like a, let's say you have an organic chemistry lab, you can't do it. You know, online. Yeah. So probably what's going to happen is you do your lecture online, and then they'll they'll postpone finishing the the lab work until when they can resume classes. Yeah, they need to keep the slavery. But the, but the point I'm making is is that you know very large institutions like Harvard are already getting contingency plans in place to use Zoom as a as a uh, like a te teleteaching uh, technology. Yeah, that's their priority right now. I've noticed with school districts, their priority is keeping the slavery going and not giving a fuck about the students. Where a lot of students right now, and I'm gonna be dead ass with you guys. I've talked to I don't know a thousand students in Canada. Not just Canada, I would say around the world. I've talked to so many students in the past month. They are all sick. Every single one of them has the flu. We don't know if it's the flu or it might evolve into this thing, right? But the whole point is it, it really comes to show that these uh, systems don't care about their students. They just want the money to keep coming in. They don't want the money to stop. These universities make about 100000 per pop. So one head in a, in a one student body, one one individual in the university is a hundred thousand dollars for that university. You really think they're gonna let that hundred thousand dollars, you know, not come in? They're gonna do whatever it takes to bring that hundred thousand dollars in. So right now, that's what they're doing. They're just prioritizing the money over the students. Same thing as the healthcare. They're prioritizing the business over the health system. Oh man, I love this event because this event is really gonna wake up a ton of people. What you wanted is gonna happen. A lot of people are gonna stand up. They're gonna stand up. A lot of people are going to stand up because they're going to realize, like, yo, my kid is dying. What the fuck? The school district could have done something. All this is going to come. I can't wait. You know, the, the institutions really, really need a punch in the face, and it's the perfect opportunity for them to get that punch in the face. Um, at least 50%, you guys need to... At least 50% of the people that they're finding dead in China are in their homes. So if you guys are seeing zero number of dead in the hospitals, yeah, that's the hospitals. That's not the homes. Like not, I would honestly, I'm being dead serious when I say these numbers, up to 70% of the patients that you guys are seeing that says died in China, they're finding them at their house. They're not finding them in the hospital, guys. They're going into their house and seeing dead bodies and just taking them out. That's it. And that's what they're going to do here in North America. So nobody sees how many people die. This is so fucked, the way they're doing this. I can't even believe they chose this. Um... And, and China was kind of like their testing ground. China was the testing ground for a procedure, and the Diamond Princess was a test on the bile and the psychological aspect of it, of how long it'll take for people to understand they're fucked and all that, which around 30 days. Uh, it was also a test to see the incubation period and also the spreading and whether it's aerosol. Pretty much everything that we said got confirmed by that ship. Um, big uh, big uh, apologies for the people that lost lives on the diamond cruise ship i got word that uh there's 12 people now that are dead from that cruise ship so i'm sorry for the people that have anybody on those ships or know anybody on those ships um some things that you guys want to start looking into to buying is protein bars and i've said this again so many times it's so important some protein bars guys are so bad for you but some are so good i highly recommend quest bars Big shout out to Tom Bilyeu. Uh, his company has built one of the best Quest bars, or one of the best protein bars. Uh, they're healthy. They fill you up. Uh, they literally feel like dinner. So I highly recommend. But they're expensive, guys. They're about three to four bucks each, but they're like dinner. Like two, three of those is like a dinner. So you know, right now you guys need to just get healthy food. So I highly recommend Quest protein bars. 
Water filters, um, I think they're all about the same, but they're not the difference. So just get uh, a couple good water filters, high quality um, vegetables and fruits, wipes, masks, gloves, glasses, uh, oranges, lemons. Uh, make sure they're all organic, guys, non-GMO. If you're if you're eating non-organic fruits and vegetables, it's like they're not they're not real, guys. Uh, that's another topic to talk about, but they're not real. Go for the organics. Um, now the, the dormant stage for the virus. I got new intel that it's up to 50 days, up to 50 days for the dormant. Uh, but it'll usually start showing itself around 20 to 30 days. 50 days. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, depending on the immune system of the person, how they take care of themselves. Because what I'm getting right now is exactly what we talked about before, about the thing staying inside the human body and hiding itself until the person becomes vulnerable. And I'm getting a ton of new data saying that this is what's actually happening. The virus will stay in the person's body, will give them flu-like symptoms, because um, your body knows it's under attack, but it stays hidden. And then it waits and waits and waits, opportunistic being, until the immune system you know, gets compromised and then boom, it'll start its attack. And uh, I'm where I'm hearing now up to 50 days and even longer, but I don't even want to get to that because people are going to be like, oh my God, conspiracy, all this shit. So, you know, See, my working, days. my, my working hypothesis right now is 24 day mm-hmm. incubation mm-hmm. and nine day surface contact. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the 20, the 20 days is average. So it is, it is right. 20, it is you know, like 24, you know, yeah. 24 days. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I've heard as much as 28 days, but I've, I've been sticking with the 24 days. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised, you know, that it would go as, as much as 48 or 50 days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I just, I don't know, man, I'm hearing it. And then we've been right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't doubt anybody. I mean, 24 days is bad enough. I mean, you know, I know, man, I know, but that also explains why we've been a little bit more ahead, but everything that we've said, it still came true, but we're still ahead. Like we'll make a prediction, but we'll be like a, a couple days ahead. And it's because of the slowed down period of the incubation period. And also guys, do not invite anyone over. Uh, do not contact physically with anyone. And it's going to be so difficult for people up to like 20 to 30 with Tinder and all the sex activities going on. But like, guys, this is your health. This is your life. This is your family. Y'all need to prioritize this over everything else right now. So don't invite anyone over. Do not have physical contact with anyone. Just be alone. I know it's hard, but you've got to be alone right now, especially if you're from Asian descent with the whole ACE2 receptor thing going on. You don't want to risk it, guys. Um, this thing is super contagious and extremely dangerous. Um, at-home activities and hobbies, let do that. We'll update you guys every other day, because right now I'm just getting a shit ton of info from Iran, because Iran is just, oh my god. We'll, we'll have another conversation on Iran, but it's not looking so good. Um, economy and market, you're going to see a ton of uh, false recoveries, guys. Don't fall for them. We said this in a prior phone call before, but we predicted the, the economic collapse. Um, the false recoveries are going to happen. Just like we said, uh, they're going to be slow downwards, like stair-like graphs, but then there's going to be these mini uphills that are going to make people think uh, the economy is going back normal, we're good, there's a new cure found, there's a new vaccine found. Like, if you guys look into the news, every week there's, like, some asshole saying they have a vaccine, and it's going to save the world, and we're all cured now, and we're good. No, it's not that easy to make a vaccine. Like, people are going to be talking a ton of shit about treatments and vaccines don't buy into any of that mm-hmm. if the cdc can't figure it out what makes you guys think some little small company you know has got it figured out um false recovery so yeah guys don't fall for that for the economy and the market what we're seeing is a huge huge decline it's going to be a huge fall 
And, you know, it's because the government chose uh, pandemic and political control and the economy over hospitals. The, the economy would have fallen even worse if they didn't protect it. Um, hearing from the stuff I'm getting, it could have fallen, like, I would say, like, ten times worse than 2008. We would literally have had a major reset. But they're trying to make sure that a reset doesn't happen, that some factories and industries still keep going. But a lot is still going to change because a 40% decline is not a joke. Um... Oh, so the mild. Um, the only reason why we're seeing a huge uh, case count of mild, which is 80%, that's bullshit. Um, the only reason why it's mild at 80 is because those people that are in the 80, let's say a good percentage of them, about 10 to 20%, are going to evolve into severe. So yes, they're saying there's 80 people that get this are going to be mild, but that doesn't mean they're going to remain mild. And we, I remember we've said this in our phone calls before. Some people will will uh, evolve. Their their the virus inside them will evolve. It'll mutate. It'll get stronger, and they will get severe symptoms. Now the time span for that, I'm getting 15 to 30 days. So they'll they'll be dealing with mild, and then it's going to end up severe. Um, but yeah, around the 20 20 day incubation period, 24 days, and then what else you got? I think we've pretty much covered everything I got up to now. There's a lot. Just um, something I'd add, you know, is, is there, I'm yeah. getting a lot of video or comments about people seeing military operations in Canada and the United States. They're concerned. Yeah. You know, it seems like the no, military no. starting to move, yeah. move trucks and stuff, you know, on yeah. the highways. And people are starting to it's see mo movement. Yeah. Yeah, it's all real. Every everything we said is is has been one hundred percent accurate. Everything. It's gonna be like Wuhan. It's literally gonna be like Wuhan, guys. Um, and that's what the nurse know. said. That's what the nurse said. No, she's spot on the money. Literally, as I was listening to her, I was tearing up because I could literally hear her. She's she's just like us. She wants people to wake up. She wants the leaders to wake up. I know there's a lot of people listening to me. You guys are alpha males. You guys are leaders. But y'all have got your panties in a notch and you guys are just sitting back and expecting people like me and Dr. Paul to be doing all the work. Y'all need to step up, really, for real. If you guys wanted to prove to the world that you're a man, you know, instead of doing dumb shit to prove yourself that you're a man, this is the time to prove yourself you're a man. Go and help these hospitals. You know, this is the time for a warrior, for a gladiator to stand up. Because clearly the government, the police, nobody knows what the fuck to do. Even the doctors are being stupid. They don't even know what to do. You know, for the people that are actually getting real information and you know what to do, do it. Right. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you know, we've been right since day one. What more accuracy do you guys want to see before you take action? Time has run out. Time has completely run out. But you guys can still fight. You can fight till your last breath. So go and help your hospitals. Go and help your nurses. Give them a call. What do you guys need? I'm an entrepreneur. I can provide things for you guys. Or go inside the hospital and be like, look, if you guys need volunteers, give me a call. Sacrifice yourself. Y'all need to understand, if there was no nurses, who would be taking care of your grandparents right now if they got sick? Y'all need to take that into consideration. Don't be so small-minded thinking that there's people that are sacrifices for the world. No, they're not. They're humans just like you. They got a family just like you, and they're putting it all on the line. So what makes you think you're so special to sit back and put all of the pain and stress on them? They didn't want this. They didn't want any of this. They didn't expect any of this to happen. So a lot of y'all men need to stand up. Because it's more the men that are acting like, like, 
I don't want to say any bad words, but they're, they're not acting manly right now. They're all sitting in those... Well, they're being pussies. Man. Yeah, there you go. Straight to the point. Yeah, straight to the point, man. It's, it's, it's sad, man. It's so sad. The women are doing more right now for the community and, and healthcare and everything than the men. Y'all need to sacrifice yourselves. Y'all need to realize something. Your mother sacrificed herself to make you. This world has helped provide for you. Now is your time to give back to the world. There's been times that people have done things for you and you've, you've always wanted to do stuff back for the community or the world. This is your time. And do it before shit hits the fan. Because look, when shit hits the fan, guys, when things start getting out of line and things start getting really fucked up everywhere, people are going to be so scared they're not even going to want to go out. Like, at all. So right now, while people are still out and still being calm, is, is like a, still a small window of opportunity. To go out there and, and well, put let, in two cents. Let, let me tell you, I was supposed to be interviewed by CGTN. It's a Chinese uh, news yeah. news news network. It, uh, they're they're headquartered in Washington D.C. They were going to have a team of people come out and and to to my place, and they were going to film me. All wow. right, in my living room. Once they found <laughs> out, once they found out that we had a case in New York, they canceled. No way. Yep. Yeah, I got I got a ton of connections with that group, man. Yeah, they're good people. I, I highly respect them. I highly respect them, especially uh, Tiffany Myers. Very, very good people. Um, let me see if there's anything else I have to tell you guys. Yo, don't panic. That's what that's what I want to I want to get clear to everybody. Yeah, this is worst case scenario. This is the big one. Um, I think that they tested SARS as like the fake version of this one, and this is the real one. So. Um, don't panic, because if you guys panic, it's useless. It's like you guys get that get to that whole point where you're like, what's the point of living? See this as a game. Like, as fucked up, and I know I've said this like three times now, but see this as a game because it takes away the pressure of it. If you see it as like, oh, it's a game of survival, it's a game of like, in real life, or like, you know, a biological hazard in real life, I'm like, in a movie. When you do that, you create an illusion over your eyes that takes the fear and turns it into excitement. That's the smart thing to do right now. Instead of, you know, seeing it for what it really is and just letting that sink in and just reminiscing over that all throughout the day is going to give you depression. You're going to end up as crazy as me and Dr. Paul right now. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't want that, trust me. We've been going through some things. But, like, you know, you guys can do this, man. Anybody can do this. Like, there, there's, there's no age. There's no gender. Everybody has a good contributing factor to this. Y'all know what you can do. Just do it. Trust me, you'll see, so, you'll feel better, and good things will start to happen for you. Opportunities will start to show up. Just start giving back. Start doing good, guys. Please. That's all I got for today. I think we've covered a lot, and you know we've we've you know we covered almost almost fifty minutes. That's good. Um, but you know, I think you know parting. I think taking the advice of the nurse and stating, forget about the government. They're incompetent, and the only thing that we can do is realize that our systems in society are going to start to break down, and we need volunteers to be, to you know, to help the firefighters, the you know, and the um, the medical staff. We can all volunteer in some way. Exactly. And she she said it's a little too early for that to happen. We haven't had the total social you know social breakdown yet. But when it does, you need to, you know, start thinking about
people that are listening need to start thinking about volunteering in your, your local community and whatever those needs are. Because every yeah, community more than, likely, more than every community is gonna have a unique dynamic. Yeah, very true. More than likely it's gonna be the people that are listening to us that are gonna to wanna to volunteer at that time. Because the people when the initial thing settles in or hits in, the people that were already prepared, like they with information and knowledge about the scenario will get that feeling of, okay, this is, I should do something. But the ones that aren't prepared, that don't know what's actually going on, majority of them are just going to isolate at home and they're going to be scared. So, you know, guys, I, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. Cause I know a lot of people that are listening to us are going to actually want to volunteer once they see the news of people falling on the floor and all that, it'll get to them. But like we said, right now there's a small window of opportunity where the virus isn't that apparent in a lot of communities outside. So you can still go out go to the hospitals, ask them if they need anything, or just call them. Call them and get it delivered. You don't even have to leave your house. The whole point is there's still a window, small window to get that early head start of helping the, the waves before they actually start to come, preparing for the waves before they actually start to come. But, uh, yeah, judging from our statistics, the waves are really fucking bad. They are, they, they are nothing from what I thought. I thought it might slow down. I actually bought into the bullshit they were selling. But, um, this yeah, is not going to slow sense. down. It's going to get worse. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Judging from what I'm seeing in Iran, it, it's nothing at all compared to what they're telling us. At all. You guys can't even comprehend the things I've seen. It's going to get a shit ton worse. And I don't want to lie to you guys. I don't want to tell you guys this is going to be like a 2 out of 10 or a 4 out of 10. This is a 10 out of 10. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. But the good part is... By the end of April, um, I got my fingers crossed with this treatment option about the pill thing. That by the end of April, they might have that figured out and mass distributed. So we'll only be inside the house for about two months. This, I, I have a lot of confidence in this group. Let's see what happens. I'll keep you guys updated on it. And as soon as they make themselves public, I'll be able to talk about it. Okay. Well, I think that what we'll do is we'll close it up. And, and uh, you know, hopefully everyone just stays calm and be prepared and don't get crazy. Till the next news. Till the next news broadcast.